With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I think um, coming into the season, um, uh, you know, the odds are against us. Um, and, you know, we've had some big names come over, but um, we've just played, you know, a small part in this group that's excelled and evolved. And, um, yeah, to have a finals campaign, we're as confident as any other team. I think finals are a whole different ballgame. So just got to get into the eight. We've managed to do that. And, yeah, we're, we're stoked. And um, we'll get back and recover, reset. And I think lap this moment up because it's pretty special for the club. The finals are locked in, so it's the Suns and the Swans in an elimination final, the Cats and the Bombers in an elimination final as well, and then the qualifying finals feature Adelaide and the Lions and the Dees and the Kangaroos. Scott Gowans is the coach of the Sydney Swans. What a season it's been. Scott, thanks for your time on Sports Day, and congratulations on your year to date. Thanks, Kane, and thanks, guys. Yeah, it's been amazing, so uh, hopefully we can continue on. I had Lauren Arnell, the coach of Port Adelaide's AFLW side, in the studio last week, and I said, you know, you're, you're second year as well. Do you look at what Sydney have done with how quickly things can turn and does it give you some optimism? And she said, yeah, and she mentioned, you know, your role in that and the recruits that you've had. But what's been the catalyst for it, Scott? Because it's been dramatic what you've done in your improvement. Thanks, mate. Um, I think it's, um, to be honest with you, it actually probably started last year we, we we came up with a, a game plan and a style that i knew would be hard to implement in 10 weeks the pre-season that we had last season and um but i was adamant that it, it was the right way to go with teaching the group of how to play football that would win finals and um that was that was really the way we did it so although we didn't win a game there were moments in games and bits and pieces and um you could see it coming and we, we definitely got rebounded on way too much last year. We were able to tidy that up over the summer. And then the next evolution of the game plan came in this preseason, put it all together, and yeah, we've sort of got the results we've got. What was the next evolution of that game plan? How much insight can you give? Yeah, well, it was all about... Um, so last year, it was all about um, just trying to retain the possession of the ball and shift the ball off angle. That was how we basically started. And we have a mantra called see it, hit it. So if, um, it might not be the best option, but if you see it, take it. And then we can work from there and coach whether it was the right or wrong option. Um, and this year, what we what we did is we actually set the field up. So this year was all about the shapes around the footy. And um, so that now that the players were used to see it, hit it, the idea was the next evolution is then taking the right option. So um, and I think we're about, um, we, we keep a stat in, internally. We're about 60% up on last year on making a better decision with the footy than we were last year. And that's the difference. How much uh, of a factor was the, the, the travel? It, uh, it, I watched the game yesterday, Scott. It was quite an exciting finish, obviously. But uh, there were a couple of moments through the third term where it looked as if the game was g- going to slip away. But uh, travelling together, I think... Uh, People see it the wrong way. To me, travelling gives you an advantage as much as uh, it it uh, is probably in some ways uh, counter-indicative. But I reckon you get away in a pressure moment, um, you grow together. Absolutely, Jared. I I couldn't agree more. We um we have a mantra of women on a mission, and 
you know, we we um, we talk about the analogy of an aeroplane, and it takes uh, 48 people to fly each aircraft in Australia every single flight, and there's 1,500 flights a week. We only need 21 people to to be able to get together and uh, play their role to make our aircraft fly, and um, we we talk about that. It doesn't matter whether you're the baggage handler or the pilot. It's the analogy, but um, we love it. We get we pack our bags, we get it, we get on the bus, we get to the airport, we are on the flight. Sleep in the, you know, in the same hotel, eat together, and off you go and play. It's, uh, I agree, it's just looked upon the wrong way, and I couldn't be more happy that we're going to have to travel really quickly to the Gold Coast, and um, I think less training and more planes, the better. Scott, we're speaking to Sydney Swans' uh, inaugural coach. Uh, in their second season, Scott Gowns has got the Swans uh, into the finals just on percentage. It was the barest of margins to hold out. St Kilda, but Scott, you recruit in the off-season Chloe Malloy, uh, one of the most talented uh, players in the competition. Lucy McAvoy, who was a, a top draft pick, and Laura Gardner, who just brings her own footy to every single game. But when you're building a young list and you've got a new squad, how important was it to have players that can come in that are in the upper echelon? Just how crucial have they been, not just because of what they do on the field, but to help you in what you're doing about essentially teaching a lot of the, the young women how to play the game itself? Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. It's a, it's about um, you know because the, the runner can only go a certain amount of times now, and you can you can teach all you want, but if you if you can get people that are actually out on the field with you, um, in the heat of the battle, um, teaching and coaching you and guiding you, when those when the pressure situations come, and you know, we've been in some pressure situations over the last couple of weeks with Collingwood and both Fremantle, they really fought the contest, and Chloe and Lucy are able to just offer that voice of reason and. Uh, direct and help us um, at either end of the field. That's which is why we like playing them at in, either end of the field, not both in the middle. Um, but also, Tanya Kennedy brought a little bit of experience as well from a from a mature athlete point of view, less less so from a football perspective. And then Alice Mitchell, who was we had on our list last year, she's playing a key role down back for us. And you know, that that quartet, if you like, of, of players that we've got and then you throw sort of the Tanya Kenny with the inexperience. You've got Julia Sullivan, Paris McCarthy that have come into the squad, the Irish talent. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very good uh, group that we've got and, and yeah, you know, there's no pressure on us. We're just, we're just off to the Gold Coast and see mm. what we can do. How much did you talk about the obvious percentage issue and the, the, the need to win leading in. I mean, everyone knows about it. The the issue from a coaching perspective is you, you've got to play psychologist. Do you mention it at all? Do you mention a little bit? They had you on a microphone uh, at three-quarter time. I think it was. You were talking about the wings and you were going to play them differently, but uh, you didn't yeah. mention what was required. No, we spoke about it pre-game. I'm, I'm a big believer, Jared, that, that, that you, it's going to happen. They're going to think about it anyway. Yep. So you may as well Address tell it. your players. Yep. And we said that we needed to win. We knew before the game we needed to win by two or three points. Yeah. Uh, that was our target. And I said, it doesn't matter if the score is three goals to two as long as we win. It doesn't matter if it's fifth. Whatever it was, we just needed to win by that margin. And we just focused on that. And that last quarter, I think um, you might notice Chloe Malloy threw herself behind the ball. Cause yeah, she saw that. that. Yeah, she knew that we, that we had the margin. So the idea was just to bottle it up. But what that actually did do, it opened up the mm. play for us and gave us the ability to spread the ball from behind and uh, we're able to actually go further ahead. So, um, yeah, I, I don't believe in hiding things. I, I just think if you, the more honest you are, you're all in it together, so you may as well uh, speak about it and live it together. Was that a captain's call or did that come from the coach the coach himself? No, that, that, was a, that was a captain's call she did that. Yeah, and do you give how many players have got that licence? 
Um, none, we don't really name them, but like as in Chloe and Lucy. <laughs> but I think it's funny because some of the other girls, uh, if you watch the vision closely, you actually see some of the girls look for Chloe and Lucy on the field to actually find out, do we need to change something? Um, and yeah, the, it's, it's, it's one of those things that we don't actually say, oh, it's Chloe and Lucy, but we, we all know, and I think it's mm. why Freddie can see that it's Chloe and Lucy that direct a lot of the stuff on the field, and they do a lot of education throughout the week with the coaches, and I think that's their next evolution once their footy careers are done. There was an obvious goal umpiring error, which uh, for the second time this year uh, went the way of the Swans. How far off are we from uh, the AFL delivering everything that the AFL men's competition has? It's a really good question. We'd all love it, um, but I get the cost side of things yep. as well. And I think first step is we have to get onto tier one venues and, um, you know, we'd love to play more games on the SCG and um, that, that's where the technology kind of is it's easier to set up and mm. it's less expensive, but it's more expensive to run the game. So it's sort of a, we're in this, this sort of twilight at the moment. Um, but the game's building nicely, and I think it'll come eventually. And you know, we were on the receiving or the wrong end, if you like, against Essendon last year of a, yep. a goal goal error. So it's uh, I think we're one all now. I'm happy with that. <laughs> no excuse for Chloe Malloy running 33 metres without being pinged, though. No, that was a fair <laughs> distance, wasn't it? it was, oh, uh, <laughs> someone said to me, oh, that was about 10 or 11 steps. I said, no, it was at least 20. <laughs> no, well, I counted the mowing strips. It was three full mowing strips plus a couple of steps, and they were 10 <laughs> metres. So it was 30 plus. It was uh, one of the world records for uh, unpenalised runs. Oh, well, the umpires do a fantastic job. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> Leading into a final, absolutely. Uh, so, Scott, let's talk about what challenge the, the Suns present. They're into their first finals as well. They just missed out on top four. But, I mean, not that you want any excuses and not that you want a, a leg up in this manner, but they're probably their best, I'll argue with their best player, Charlie Rowbottom's going to miss. Um, it's a massive opportunity to not only play in your first final series, but maybe even to win the club's first final. Yeah, look, it is. It's, and it's not just because of Charlie. It's just a, it's a, just a great opportunity. And we played the Suns in a practice match and beat them up there. And um, we go up with every conference that if we bring our game, we'll, we'll, we can take on any team, we think. And, um, yeah, Gold Coast without Charlie is a better proposition than with her, that's for sure. Um, she's a great player. And I, I know Cameron Joyce very well. He was my boss at North Melbourne when I was there. And... Um, know what he thinks and he'll just be preaching you know 21 players doesn't matter who it is who's wearing the jumper um but i think i think it does it does definitely give us a leg up on the on the game and um yeah we just need to go and play a game and you know finals just watching melbourne the melbourne play on the weekend and you know the brisbane and adelaide they just uh they're just so ferocious at the contest and that's that's what gold coast will bring and we've got to be able to cope with that then get the ball on the outside and play our way all right, well, Scotty, it's been a remarkable, improving year for yourself and your footy team. I've loved watching you play. The crowds have been enormous. Uh, what your uh, game day experience has done has, has set the tone for the other teams as well who will chase that experience. So good luck against Gold Coast, and thanks for your time tonight. Thanks, guys. Thank you.